Well, hey there, folks. This is Justin Dean, and today on the Sunday to Sunday podcast, I want to talk to you about TikTok. Yep, everyone's going crazy over TikTok. Our church needs to be on TikTok. If you want to reach the youth, you have to be on TikTok. If your church isn't on TikTok, then you're missing out on a huge opportunity. Reminds me of another social tool that everyone was saying the exact same things about. Snapchat. Yeah, you know, the here's how to have an abortion without your parents knowing. Here's how to train your boyfriend how to make you orgasm. Yeah, that Snapchat. Let's get into it. Hey, before we get started, I want to thank our sponsor for this episode, Ecclesia360.com. Their web experts ensure that your project needs are met, no matter what the size or complexity of your project. The E360 team is there to help build your ministry online. So check them out at Ecclesia360.com. So this podcast and everything we do at SundayU.com is to help you thrive from Sunday to Sunday. And what we mean by that is that while Sunday mornings are super important, real discipleship happens throughout the week from Sunday to Sunday, through small groups, through community events, through outreach, evangelism, and more. And the best way we can engage with people and reach a wide audience is through social media. We all know we've got to be on Facebook and Instagram, and even Twitter has its purpose. But when it comes to reaching the kids, we've got to be on Snapchat and TikTok, right? Yeah, okay. Here's a pro tip for you. Kids are stupid. Just because kids are doing it doesn't mean we have to condone it and promote it. Can we stop playing catch up and start leading like adults? Seriously, I'm just, I'm going to get real with you guys here. A lot of you are not going to like this episode. But as churches, especially as youth leaders and pastors, we need to be able to step up and set the example. We need to have the guts to be brave enough to say, no kids, this isn't cool. This isn't appropriate. There are better tools out there. This one is dangerous. And we are all called to be better and do better. So just say no to Snapchat. Say no to TikTok. Look, this whole rant is going to make me sound so old. And that's probably because I'm getting old. So I'm hesitant to say this next phrase, but when I was a kid, my youth group leaders would call us to a higher standard. We were encouraged to go back to our schools and be leaders among our peers. We were encouraged to be good Christian examples, to say to our friends, nah, man, I'm not on Snapchat because it's full of trash and it just isn't worth it. And yeah, it was hard to be a Christian in a public school. But guess what? It's hard to be a Christian at work, at the grocery store, at the park. We are never going to be accepted by the culture around us. We are supposed to be setting the example for the culture, not adapting to whatever is cool and trendy, no matter how dangerous it can be. Now, if you follow me at all, you've heard me rant about Snapchat before. You can search SundayU.com and find my articles on it if you haven't. And so I'll, I'll give you the quick rundown of Snapchat in case you've heard my arguments before. And then I, I really want to move on to TikTok because that's the newest, shiniest tool out there that everyone is raving about. 
So uh, let me share my thoughts on Snapchat, then we'll get to TikTok. Little history of Snapchat, when it was first released, it was built as a tool to share basically nude photos with people. You'd send a photo, the other person would have to hold down their finger in order to see the photo. And when they released their finger, the photo would disappear forever. That way you couldn't screenshot it. It was all secret. Two frat dudes created it and they actually still are involved with the company today. But really that's not the worst part because as soon as it became popular, people started using it for legit reasons. It became popular with younger people because they could send messages that their parents couldn't track. They added a ton of new features and they enabled screenshots. Um, as long as you didn't follow someone who you know would send you nude photos, you really weren't gonna see any bad content. So despite not being able to track what your kids were doing and saying on it, the platform really didn't have any issues that would make us say, you know, a hard no, don't use this. In fact, when it became popular, I actually wrote articles and went on podcasts encouraging churches to use it, especially to reach youth. The technology they built was new and innovative and unique. It was so unique that Instagram wanted to buy it. Snapchat turned them down because, well, they're idiots. And then just moments later, Instagram copied all of the technology and integrated it into the Instagram we use today. That's why we have Instagram stories and stickers and filters and all the fun stuff. Stories are actually surpassing regular grid photos on Instagram today. So thanks Snapchat for the awesome tech. Since Instagram already had millions of users and a loyal fan base, it basically tanked Snapchat once they copied everything. Adults left Snapchat uh, pretty immediately, and now kids kind of use both platforms. They use Snapchat and Instagram. And here's where it gets really ugly and why I don't condone using Snapchat today. Snapchat started losing users. Uh, they started losing tons of money. So to try and survive, they introduced the Discover tab, a tab on the tool that's filled with content from partners like Teen Vogue, Cosmo, Brother, and a slew of media companies just like that. These companies pay big bucks to put their content on Snapchat. Doesn't sound like that big of a deal, right? All of these companies put content on Facebook and Twitter and even Instagram, so what's the issue? The issue is you don't have to follow or search for this content on Snapchat. They put it all right there, front and center, when you open the app. You can follow zero friends and that content will still be there. They also insert it between the content, just in case you miss something. The problem is this content that's deliberately geared towards teenagers is filthy and evil. The images for each of these articles contains half-naked women and men, uh, which really should be bad enough right there. But I kid you not, some of these titles on the articles and stories are, uh, let's see, how to have an abortion without your parents knowing, uh, what porn doesn't teach you about sex or how I found out that I was asexual. These are deliberately and unapologetically targeting and pushing this kind of content to your teenagers and even encouraging them to keep it from their parents. Teens can use Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and never see this kind of content unless they seek it out. But on Snapchat, you can't avoid it if you wanted to. It's just there. And to think our kids can use this platform and not be influenced by this content, that'd be like hosting a Bible study for recovering alcoholics in a bar and trusting them not to get a drink. Like, why would you meet in a bar? 
Now, I've heard everything from we need to be where the kids are if we want to reach them to we need to be a light in the darkness to come on. The content isn't that bad. Don't be a prude. Why churches and Christians are fighting so hard to use Snapchat and make it okay, I just don't know. Here's the thing. We don't need to be everywhere the kids are to reach them. We can reach them on Instagram, where it's much safer. We can reach them on YouTube. We can reach them in youth group, in our schools, and in our homes. And frankly, if you think you can only reach them on Snapchat, then I'd question why you want to reach them. To do what? Because you obviously aren't reaching them to teach them right from wrong, or how to have integrity, or purity, or how to be a leader. No, what you're doing is condoning that they use a platform full of filth and porn and extremely worldly content that will influence them in all the wrong ways. All because what? Because it's cool? Smoking is cool. Drugs are cool. Sex is cool. Do you condone those things with your teenagers too? And no, we don't need to be on Snapchat in order to be a light in the darkness. How about host a training night for teens and parents on the dangers of Snapchat? That would be a light in the darkness. How about seek out kids who are struggling with pregnancy and abortion and help them? And to the crowd who sees this content on Snapchat and says, ah, it's not too bad. Come on, we see this stuff everywhere. I just, honestly, I don't even know what to say to you people. All I can do is pray for you. If you want to see examples of this content, I share screenshots in my article on sundayu.com. Just go to sundayu.com and search for Snapchat. You'll see my article there. And uh, there's plenty of real examples of what can be found in every Snapchat account. So uh, I'm going to break here for a moment so you can hear a word from one of our sponsors. And then I'll talk about the newest social network that's demanding our attention. TikTok. Okay, okay, Justin, we get it. You hate Snapchat, and it's evil, and we're going to hell if we use it and promote it to our youth group. Good. Glad we're on the same page. Now, what about TikTok, then? Because everyone's saying we need to get on TikTok. TikTok's not like Snapchat. It doesn't have this content, so it's fine, right? Yeah, okay. So, here's here's why people love TikTok. Just like when Snapchat was getting users... TikTok is breaking records. Even Mark Zuckerberg from Facebook admitted that TikTok is gaining fast and becoming a real threat for them. They are actively looking at features that they can add to Instagram that will compete. Because in some countries, TikTok has already passed uh, Instagram in users. And I have friends who have posted like baptism videos on TikTok that have already received like 30 million views. That's insane. That would be insane for YouTube or anywhere, let alone a little app like TikTok. TikTok is all video based. You, you basically, you post 15 second videos. I think you can post up to a minute. Most of them are synced to music. That's what kind of makes it hilarious and fun. You pick a song and you do something funny kind of along to the music. That's what most of the content is. So if everyone's using it, we should too, right? Well, let's just take a look. Here's what I encourage you to do. Download these apps and decide for yourselves. I cannot tell you how many people have messaged me and emailed me and come up to me at conferences and they've argued over and over about how it should be okay for their church to promote Snapchat. 
but they had never even opened it up and used it for themselves. I would show them these screenshots of what is found on there and they were shocked. They had no idea. It's like, what, you think I'm just making this stuff up? What do I have to gain by bashing Snapchat? Here's what I encourage you to do. Just go check it out yourself. Here's what I see when I open up TikTok and check it out. A bunch of teenage girls twerking and dancing in shorts and pajamas. Like nine out of 10 videos are teenage girls dancing and doing stuff to music. I will say this, it's it's not as bad as Snapchat. Snapchat is like a hard no for me, but uh, the content, you know, is just too bad on, on Snapchat. On TikTok, you don't have, you know, stuff from Teen Vogue or anything like that, at least not yet. These are literally just teenage girls being teenage girls. Most of it is innocent. It's not really porn either. It's just inappropriate. They're clothed. There's no nudity or anything like that. Uh, I guarantee though, if these girls' fathers would check TikTok, they'd be appalled by what their kids are posting and, and saying and, and doing. I certainly don't want my 12-year-old son using TikTok. I don't want my girls uh, who are much younger uh, eight and six, they're definitely not going to be on here, although they love it. Now I've had to tell people, tell me that the more you use it and the more you like videos and follow people, then the content adapts to your needs. Maybe that's true. Right now I don't follow a lot of people on TikTok, so it's just showing me random people. Maybe it's showing me the most popular videos, I guess. But if I have to be subjected to a bunch of garbage and teenage girls twerking in order to use the app, then sorry, I'm out. When I first signed up for Instagram, it was mostly teenage girls who used it, but their content wasn't thrown in my face unless I followed them. TikTok starts playing videos from random people uh, as soon as you open it. It's actually quite embarrassing. I opened it up the other day and it starts playing a teenage girl in her skimpy PJs with some loud music and my wife looks over and is like, what the heck are you watching? That's when I knew that there's no way that this network is actually going to work. Here's another issue though, despite the kind of inappropriate content that people are posting that's auto-played for you, the whole platform is just built for fun, weird videos. It's not built for engagement or as a communications tool. Sure, it's fun to use and watch, not the teenage girls, but some of the other content on there is pretty funny. But that's it, it's just a novelty thing that quite frankly will be built into Instagram in the next few months and then this whole conversation is really going to be unnecessary. Most of my social media influencer friends love TikTok. And that is because it's fun. So I looked into trying to be open and give it a chance. But here's the thing. Not a single one of them is actually putting out content on TikTok. That tells me a lot. They have accounts and they're watching TikTok videos. But no one is using it really except for one guy, one of my friends. Like I said, it's fun to watch, but it's not something that everyone is going to be creating content on unless you're a teenager. Will there be people in churches who use it well? Yes, of course. Doesn't mean that it makes sense for you to be on it? No, it, it really doesn't. Look, here's my final take on all of this. Snapchat, it's a hard no. Don't use it, don't promote it, don't condone it. And please, honestly, prayerfully think about actually speaking out against it. Put together training for parents. Teach about how bad it is to kids so you can help influence them to make better decisions. And TikTok, it's not something you really need to bother with as a church or a pastor. 
I, w I wouldn't say it's a hard no like Snapchat, but it's certainly not something to waste our resources on, especially if you aren't using Instagram and YouTube well yet. There's a much better and bigger opportunity to put out content on YouTube than there is TikTok. Start there. You'll reach the same audience and more. Churches, don't just adopt things because they're cool. Quit running scared, always trying to be relevant and scared that you'll be behind on the newest trends. You're likely not even using the core social media tools yet. So let's just chill. Stay, stay focused, stay grounded. Look, that's it for today's rant. You got questions, concerns, rebuttals, find me on sundayu.com and let's just talk it out. I hope this was helpful for you. I'm really passionate about this stuff because I see church communicators and all these groups just trying to jump on this stuff, trying to be cool, trying to be uh, adopting the next new thing. And we really just need to think through this stuff and how it affects everything. And uh, we really just need to take that stance of, of being culture shapers and leading the way instead of just following what's cool out there. All right, I'm out. Find me on sundayu.com. Thank you for listening. I appreciate you and I love you. Hey everyone, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Today's episode was sponsored by our friends at Ecclesia360. At Ecclesia360.com, their web experts ensure your project needs are met no matter what the size or complexity of the project. Their team has built large-scale dynamic websites, e-commerce sites, simple clean sites, and everything in between. So whether you start with a theme or build a custom site from the ground up, the E360 team is there to help you and get your ministry online. Check them out at ecclesia360.com. That's E-K-K-L-E-S-I-A 360.com.